Welcome to the Berto Calkins Podcast. This is episode 17. And today we are talking about auditing yourself, auditing your habits, your distractions, really just becoming more self-aware of yourself, hence self-aware. But before we jump into things, I just wanted to share with you that we have our first sponsor and I really, really appreciate this brand and the importance of the product itself. As many of you know, I was raised in New York City and in New York City, everything seems to be go, go, go. I was raised to be that way, but I definitely honor my relaxation time because having that relaxation time allows me to work as hard as I do. So finding that unique balance is very helpful and having things that aid in that balance as part of your routine is definitely helpful. I like to approach the week feeling well prepared and relaxed. And a couple things that I do on Sunday is typically I'll trim my beard to make myself feel nice and neat. Then I'll do like a face mask with my girlfriend, good bonding time and relaxing. I also soak my feet while listening to music, which definitely relaxes me. And Driftwell has been a great addition to my routine. It is a beverage that is free of carbonation, has subtle hints of blackberry and lavender flavors, contains zero calories and zero sugar, and each can includes 200 milligrams of L-theanine to help promote relaxation and de-stress, and 10% of the daily amount of magnesium, which is crucial to the body's function. Driftwell comes in a 7.5 ounce can, which is very convenient to drink, and is available on Amazon and Walmart.com, so I would recommend you getting some today and we would love to know some of your relaxation rituals so after you're done listening to this podcast i would like you to go over to instagram and share some of your relaxation rituals tag Driftwell, and you'll get a chance to be featured on their feed and win some swag so it's a win 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 all right auditing yourself Auditing yourself is creating more self-awareness by taking a hard look at yourself. And the goal or the intention is to grow. And by grow, I mean grow in your relationship with others, your relationship with yourself, grow in your career, in whatever respect that you wish to grow in. By taking a look at yourself, you're better able to understand your personality and be aware of where you direct your attention and time, which is really important. Habits often take up time and mental space, so I'm definitely gonna explore some things related to time and then just habits in general and just becoming a little bit more self-aware. I don't know if you've ever babysat a kid, but you know, kids, they often just ask why for everything. So you'll be doing something and they're like, oh, why are you doing that? Or why is this like that? Why is that this? You know, all sorts of whys, which is pretty annoying as an adult <laughs> hearing all of these why questions from a kid. But I think as adults, we don't question things enough, especially when it comes to ourselves. We don't question why we feel certain ways. And 
one of the best ways to become more self-aware is to ask yourself why. So you will question your feelings if you're feeling bad one day, if you're feeling great one day, not just limited to the times where you feel bad. You just want to become so self-aware that you know why you feel a certain way that day. Maybe the sun is out, it's summertime, and you feel great. And during the winter, you feel down. And then you can figure out it's a change of season. Maybe you have seasonal depression or something like that. But the only way to know these things is to be self-aware of it and question why you're feeling this certain way. Did you change something with your routine? You know, just ask yourself why. And journaling definitely does help with that because you're able to write down your thoughts and expand upon them or maybe talking to yourself out loud or maybe even talking to somebody else. You're able to play off of each other's thoughts and get a better grasp of who you are, why you feel the way you feel and whatnot. And I'm telling you right now, it is not fun. Maybe sometimes it's fun. Maybe it's fun in the beginning when you're like just discovering new things about yourself. But when you start uncovering the dark stuff and taking a deeper look into your life, then you might really go into a dark place, especially if you want to create some change. I personally have had maybe like four times in my life where I really wanted to change something about myself and I dug so deep into my thoughts and feelings that I felt like crap for days. Like I was just like a hermit, just really sticking to myself, not the same person that I usually am on a regular basis. And it was hard, but I was able to learn more about myself. And when you're auditing your habits, you might discover that it might stem from your childhood. It can be something that's really embedded in you and goes back years and years. And I think that's the case with a lot of us. A lot of our habits were formed when we were much younger. And one of the things that I mentioned before was how in my teenage years, I used to save so much money. I used to hoard money. I was afraid to spend. And it was because of my mom's relationship with money. Seeing that, it made me want to save money because I was afraid of not having money, which became me being afraid to buy things that would aid in my business. Like before, I would be so afraid to buy different equipment like this podcast equipment that I'm recording on. But without having the equipment, then I wouldn't be able to reach you the way that I would like to reach you. So becoming more aware of my spending habits or lack of spending habits and just becoming more knowledgeable about money in general and business and taxes and stuff, it made it easier for me to let go of that habit. And making changes based off of the knowledge of having certain habits is not easy. It often takes a lot of effort and you might not feel great while in the process of it. One of the quotes that I heard recently on a Rich Roll podcast was from Dr. Andrew Huberman. I think he's a neuroscientist, if I said that correctly. And the thing that he said was, the early stages of hard work and focus are going to feel like agitation, stress, and confusion. So in a process of becoming more self-aware and making those changes, it might not feel great. You might not feel the same as you do on other days. But if it's important to you, then you got to just kind of see it through. 
because you never know what your habits are going to turn into in the future. And something that I did recently was make a daily habits form, kind of. And usually I have like a to-do list, so I will knock out certain things. These are more specific. But with the daily habits list, it's more of a structure of my day. And it's not something that I am 100% sticking to, but it helps to have it in mind. So I wrote, dedicate time for physical exercise. So whether that's going to the gym or doing yoga, you know, whatever. And then meditation, taking some time to meditate, very important. Mental exercise, meditation is a mental exercise, but I mean in a form of growing, learning something new, not necessarily digging into yourself, but seeking knowledge from the outside. And then we have cleaning, which is super important. I noticed that when it's messy, my mind feels more cluttered. So cleaning, of course. Creating content, just like I'm doing right now. I need some time to dedicate to doing that. Communicating with family, that's always been an issue for me. So I try to do it a little bit more now. Exploring opportunities, that's just like searching for different business opportunities, connecting with other people and whatnot. And then lastly, I wrote scrolling and I put one hour next to it. And of course, I don't scroll only for one hour. I don't scroll for an hour straight. I don't know how much time I'm actually scrolling, but the fact that I wrote down scrolling one hour makes me want to scroll less for sure. Mindless scrolling, it just is not very productive for me it really doesn't do that much to help me in other aspects of my life so just setting a time limit even if i'm not sticking to it has helped me to limit the time that i spend scrolling so including these positive habits into my life while removing the negative habits or actually minimizing the negative habits helps and going back to asking yourself questions ask yourself what is your intention behind the things that you give your attention to like why am i giving so much attention to netflix right now why am i giving my attention to somebody who is not giving me attention back what am i hoping to get out of those things and that allows you to take a step back and then choose how you're going to move going forward And it's like a domino effect when you audit yourself and start making some changes. For example, when I did my no sugar 30, where I cut out sugar for 30 days for my YouTube channel, it started with me cutting out sugar and then it became me cutting out coffee and it became me just being more aware of the food that I was eating. And I would say that I generally would eat pretty healthy on a regular basis, but it fluctuated. It still fluctuates now too, but it fluctuated way more before. And I can't eat the way that I used to eat. And initially when I did cut out the sugar, I think my energy was steady from what I remember. And then I cut out coffee because I realized that I didn't want to have coffee without like sugar or my creamer, which has sugar in it. And then I was able to see that coffee would make me anxious. And of course, I drink coffee now. But knowing that coffee makes me anxious, 
I'm not going to have coffee at certain moments in my life. You know, like if I have a big meeting or something like that, I might not want to have coffee because it might make me too anxious to actually think straight. But coming full circle, my eating habits did change as a result of me cutting out sugar for 30 days and going back to the domino effect. And when you realize that you've been spending time on things that aren't necessarily good for you, it opens you up to figuring out why this thing has become such an important distraction. You just got to get to the roots of those distractions. And certain habits never go away, but if you can catch them, then it allows you to deal with them better. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that you got some value out of it. I would appreciate it if you rate and review, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Berto Calkins podcast.